Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello, my friends. Happy Monday to you, or whatever day you're listening to this. This episode's released on a Monday, so if it's Monday, congratulations. You jumped right on it. You jumped right on it, and you're, and you're listening as soon as it was released. So let's jump right in. Today, we're going to discuss something that I call the runway mentality. I'm going to explain to you what it is and how to figure out if you're stuck because of this, if you're stuck because of this runway mentality. And it all starts with a story of something that happened recently at the gym. So just a few days ago, I'm at the gym and I run into this guy and we'll, we'll call him John. We'll protect his identity. Now, John instantly begins asking me all kinds of questions about nutrition and working out. And then he tells me, man, you know, I'm really going to do it. As soon as I blah, 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 I'm going to lose this weight and get in the best shape of my life. And 10 minutes later, as he's continuing to go through this, blah, 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 I think I kind of zoned out. I had a smile on my face, but inside I was dying. <laughs> it was taking everything I had to not give this guy the biggest tough love motivational speech you've ever heard. See, look, I love what I do. I love coaching and encouraging and teaching people how to get the results they've always wanted. But you know what I can't stand? You know what makes me crazy? And if I had to guess, it probably makes you crazy too. When someone is all talk, when someone is forever on the runway. See, think about it this way. Imagine getting on an airplane and you're, you're excited and you're eager to get to your destination and then you're delayed. Okay, whatever, you know, planes get delayed and then you're delayed again and again and again until finally you realize you ain't going anywhere. <laughs> You've just wasted your precious time and energy for nothing. That's exactly what John is like. I've known John for years and years, and he always is about to fix him to. Once I, as soon as I, eventually I'm going to, and on and on and on. He's all talk. He's all dream and no do. No action. He's stuck on the runway and never takes off. The whole point of getting on a plane is to get somewhere, somewhere else, somewhere different than you are right now. And that will never happen if you never take off. So if you are like John, if you find yourself saying stuff like, man, as soon as I, oh gosh, I'd love to, if only, we've been over that one, right? <laughs> Once I, I'm about to, but you never do. If this is you, then today's episode is custom made for you. But I got to warn you, you may be guilty and not even realize it. See, the runway mentality is really deceptive. It's really tough to see in the mirror. Pastor and author Andy Stanley says it this way. He says, we have trouble seeing greed in the mirror. We assume only others are greedy, but most of us struggle with greed. The runway mentality is the exact same way. We have trouble seeing it in ourselves, but we can easily see it in others, just like I did with John, right? 
And then we smoothly and swiftly just rationalize, rationalize it away when it comes to ourselves. Like we just talk ourselves out of it. Like, no, that's not, that's not me. That's not the runway mentality. And here's the really, really sneaky part. When we do it, it seems perfectly legit and logical and it makes sense. For us, <laughs> it makes sense, but not when we see it in someone else. See, the runway mentality never sounds crazy or bizarre or like an excuse. At least it doesn't sound that way to you. Others might hear the excuses, but you can't because you've dressed it up as a perfectly logical reason to not take action, to not go after that thing you want. But why, right? I mean, why would we subconsciously sabotage ourselves and just keep putting off something that we want to pursue, something that we want out of life? Why would we do that? It kind of doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make sense at all. Well, I'm going to jump to the punchline right here, right here, right now. There are two things that keep us stuck. There are two things that cause this runway mentality and keep us stuck on the runway. Fear and overwhelm. Now, let's, let, first, let's just address fear. Let's jump into that. So, plain and simple, most of us are scared. We're scared to fail. We're scared to mess up. We're scared we can't do it. We're scared we won't stick with it. We're scared we don't have what it takes. We're scared of what others will say. We're scared of what might happen if we actually are successful. <laughs> I know, I know, this seems crazy. It's like it makes no sense. But here's the thing. Changing your body and changing your life seems exciting when you think about it until you realize, like, holy crap, change is scary. I've always been this way. Like, I've always kind of been around the same weight. I've always kind of had the same kind of fitness level. or My life's just always been this certain way. And deep down, honestly, I don't know how to be anything else. If I lose 20 pounds or get really fit or quit my job or start a new business or lose 50 pounds or compete in a fitness competition or whatever, you fill in the blank with whatever you want. If I do any of those things, then what will my friends think? Will they still accept me? What will my family think? Will people suddenly think I'm, I'm better than everyone else? Or will they think I'm like, I, you know, I can't go out to eat anymore with them? I don't even know what that life looks like. And if we're not careful, we just let our brain run wild. It will find 27,000 scary reasons that you should not pursue whatever it is that you want. See, us human beings are hardwired for survival. And right along with that, we're wired to almost always take the path of least resistance. Safe and sound and comfortable. That's what our body and brain likes. So it will devise every reason to keep you right where you are. Safe and sound and comfortable and stuck. Never pursuing or achieving the goal that you so want. And please understand, this is not just you, okay? I'm just as guilty as you. Like I said, it's so easy for us to see in other people, but it's so hard for us to see in ourselves. It's, it's me too, gang. Do you know how long I put off starting this podcast? It's scary, man. What will people say? Will anyone even listen? What if people don't like it? Man, I'm just going to waste my time and my money. The list of scary stuff goes on and on and on. It doesn't matter what scenario it is. It doesn't matter who it is. So, okay, no, reason number one. It's scary. We're, we're stuck on the runway because of fear. 
Next up, reason number two, overwhelm. Now, overwhelm can take on lots of different faces and forms, but it always comes back to the same root issue. See, we think that we're confused or we're not ready yet or we don't know enough yet or we don't have all of our ducks in a row or it's just not the right time or we're not sure what's the best thing to do. I mean, what's the right diet or the, the, the best workout or the best gym or whatever. Or we just want to wait until we know we can do it right. Right? <laughs> yeah. As if that magical time is going to magically pop up on our calendar. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't happen. See, how all of those things seem just so logical to us, but when we look at them from the outside, we're like, yeah, I mean, it really doesn't make sense. But in our mind, they seem logical. They make sense. But here's the thing. They all boil, they all boil down to the same issue. And if you listen to much of this podcast, it's something you've heard me talk about over and over again. The all or nothing perfectionist mentality. You may not think this is you, but after 20 years of doing what I do, I'm convinced it impacts nearly all of us to some degree. All or nothing tells us that we have to do it, whatever it is, perfectly right and never mess up or it's worthless. Let me repeat that. I want you to understand this. The all or nothing perfectionist mindset tells us that we have to do it perfectly right and never mess up or it's worthless. There is no halfway. There is no middle ground. There is no, you know, good enough or just making progress. No, 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 no. It's all perfect or nothing worthless. Hence the phrase you'll hear people say sometimes like, man, if I'm going to do it, I do it right or I'm not going to do it at all. Well, that's great. <laughs> that's great. But the only problem is, for most of us, most of the time, we're not going to do it perfectly right, which means we're not going to be doing it at all. <laughs> Can you see how crazy this is? And it's rampant. It's everywhere, everyone to some degree. But why, right? Like, we got to keep asking the question, why? We got to figure this stuff out. I mean, why do so many of us have this all-or-nothing perfectionist battle going on in our heads. Tony Robbins says this about perfectionism. Perfection is the lowest standard anyone can have. Oh, suddenly it doesn't seem that good, does it? He says, perfection is the lowest standard anyone can have. It leaves no room for growth. While completing a task perfectly may feel good for a little while, it's through our mistakes that we develop our greatest strengths and find life's impactful lessons. If you have done something perfectly, you haven't really learned anything. By telling yourself you have to be perfect, you're putting limits around your own capabilities. When you want to learn how to change your life, you have to give up perfection. Thank you, Tony. Yes, exactly. This makes total sense, right? Like when I read through that and you hear it, you're like, yeah, okay, I get it. I mean, it sounds like something we might tell our children. Honey, look, it's okay. You're going to mess up. It's perfectly okay. That's how you learn and get better. It's the only way you learn and get better. I'm willing to bet you've almost said those exact same words before. So it's good enough for our kids. It's the right thing for the people that we love the most. 
but not for us? Say what? Like, again, it makes no sense, does it? It's totally illogical. So what's the deal? Well, I'm sure a good therapist would be able to really like dig in and give you a much better explanation than me, but here are my two cents. The perfectionist all-or-nothing mentality is a protective mechanism, plain and simple. It saves us, or maybe it saves our inner child, from experiencing pain, the pain of failure, of disappointment, of making mistakes, of ridicule, the pain of our own criticism, our own criticism of ourself. All or nothing keeps us safe. So let's bring all this together. Why do we get stuck on the runway? Why might you be struggling to take action and get started and go get what you really want out of life? In a nutshell, because of fear. We're scared to fail, and our brain gives us every seemingly logical reason to stay put, stay safe, stay comfortable, and not take action. And as if that weren't enough... The all-or-nothing perfectionist poison just reinforces things because it says, if you'll just listen to me, if you'll just not do this, not take action, then you'll be safe. I will protect you from pain and discomfort and emotional turmoil, but only if you stay put. (laughs) That's what the all-or-nothing mindset tells you. Like, I'll take care of you, but just stay put. Don't do anything. Oh, Tim Ferriss, an author and podcaster, he really sums this up perfectly. I shouldn't, that, that's a, maybe not the best place to use the word perfectly. Tim Ferriss sums this up really well. He says, humans are very good at considering what might go wrong if we try something new or different. But what we don't often consider is the atrocious cost of inaction and all the possible benefits that could come from taking action. Oh my gosh, Tim is exactly right. See, our fear and all-or-nothing mentality seems to make sense, but if we dig a little deeper in reality, it's bald-faced lying to us. And that's exactly what we'll dive headfirst into in the next episode. But for now, don't sign off. Listen, for now, here's your homework. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh, here's your homework. Here's my challenge to you, okay? Over the next seven days, pay attention intentionally think through the things that you really want in life from losing weight to running a 5k to getting a new job to whatever it doesn't matter don't just let your brain throw what seems like a logical reason at you don't no 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 instead push past that and get real with yourself ask yourself if i'm 100% honest am i just scared Am I scared of failing, scared of what others might say, scared of messing up, scared of trying and quitting and then thinking that I need to give up on my dream? Am I just terrified of trying? And question number two, if I'm brutally honest with myself, do I just keep waiting for the right time because it's so much easier and safer to stay exactly where and how I am? Bottom line, question number three, Am I choosing easy, safe, and comfortable over the life and body that I truly want? That's my challenge to you for the next seven days. Write those three questions down. Rewind if you need to. Write them down. Be intentional. Think through things. Don't just accept the first thing your brain hands you. Ask those questions and be raw and real and honest with yourself. And 
be sure to look out for the next episode. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. I'm going to explain how to overcome this one-two punch of fear and all or nothing. I'll give you specific steps, three specific steps to take action and realize that you actually can achieve your goals and you can have the life and the body that you want. I'm going to walk you through it. Until then, remember, always remember you, yes, you, are an amazing and beautiful human being, regardless of what the scale says, because there's more to you and your body than what you weigh. And losing weight, it, really, it ain't really about the number on the scales. Losing weight is about gaining life and enjoying the crap out of life. <laughs> okay, before I sign off, I want to remind you just very quickly about Catalyst, my upcoming free audio program. If you like this podcast, you will absolutely love Catalyst. It's a program that requires nothing of you but listening. You just got to listen. It's easy and simple and totally free. And it will totally change how you think about losing weight. Look, if you have struggled to lose weight in the past or to get fit or you just never can stick to something, then Catalyst could be a total game changer for you. So click on the show notes for this episode and you'll see the link to register there. Or you can go to my website, Corey Little Coaching, scroll down to the bottom and you'll see it there. All right, gang, that's it for today. Can't wait to connect with you again in the next episode. Much love. God bless. Y'all are the best. Take care.